Hey, this is Kim. And this is Christina. And you're listening to What's the Beef? We are back at it again. We're back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good night. Grab your cocktails. Grab your cocktails. Really need it for this one. Grab your coffee. Grab your smoothies. Grab, grab your, your cocktails. Gra- grab your co- <laughs> Grab your cocktails. What are we talking about today, Kim? What are well, we talking about? This episode is, I would say this is going to be a special one. Um, okay. This is probably going to be more of a monologue than a dialogue. Okay. Do we um, are we dedicating it to somebody to are, anybody? Um, this is actually um, dedicated to white people. Oh shit! Okay. Um, from one white person to Ooh. another, um, based off my personal experiences. Okay, I'm with it. So, kicking it off, let's just say that. From everything that I have experienced in my life, I would wholeheartedly say that it is on white people Mm -hmm. to stop a Karen. Ooh, okay. That needs to be a hashtag. Hashtag stop a Karen. Hashtag stop a Karen. Okay. But ultimately, racism or the ending of it Mm. I personally feel white women bear the burden of ending that. Okay. I can agree. Now I know I'm going to... Oh, you agree? Uh, no. <laughs> you agree, bitch? No, what? yeah. No, I 100% agree. We didn't start this shit. Okay. We didn't start I it. Agree. So, yes. It's okay, but yes, white women need to be a big-ass part of stopping it, but... Is there a responsibility for the men? Or are we just going to talk about the women's role in it? I don't think the men are going to take responsibility because they started the shit. And we have the white powers of men that be that are still trying to hold on. Yeah, they're still benefiting from it. So I think it's going to come down to the white women to basically put an end to it. Okay. Okay. I can agree. So diving in. Let's talk about Karens. We all know who Karens are. Um, we have Karens. We have Kins. Yes. Karens. Kins are Karens. Husbands, boyfriends, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we all, you know, we all know what Karens are. But what Karens really do is they really continue to display the lack of trust that black people have for white people. Absolutely. Yeah, because and I'm not going to say established because there has never been any trust between black people and white people. That's why we have the issues we have today. Mm-hmm. But Karen's just keep magnifying it. Right. And I think for speaking for a majority of the white people, should we don't don't nobody want to claim Karen like Karen is their own bitch. Even Karen's don't want to be Karen's. No. <laughs> And they get mad when you call them Karen. Right. But I think, unfortunately, the neg- negative always outweighs the positive. So one Karen, you know, represents the masses of us. All white people. Which conti- yeah, I think sometimes. 
Okay. You know, because at any given time, because of the color of my skin, you could call me Karen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a, a, a barrel of snakes. It is. And I think the biggest thing for me is that, you know, I was taught, my mom has always taught me to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Always. I mean... You know, she had her own issues, but that is one thing that I can say my mom has always taught me. And that is one thing that I've always done throughout my life is be able to speak up and stand out for people that can't, you know, speak out for themselves. And here we have Karens today that, how many times do you see videos of Karens? I mean, I've seen multiple videos. Oh, God, every day, literally every day. How many of those videos do you see? where someone else, another white person, interjects. It's not very often. It's not often. I ain't never seen one. Never, ever. I've seen them a little bit lately, a little bit lately. I would like to see it a whole hell of a lot more. But, yeah, it's it's a problem. And that is really what it comes down to, Mm -hmm. is that peer pressure is a motherfucker. Yeah. And if you really stop and think about it, you know, Karen's are our peer, is our peer. Right. Other white people, white people to white people is peer. Yeah. How many times have our parents have talked to us about peer pressure? Mm. Peer pressure is very, Hmm. very effective. It is very, you know, dominant. It it can make or break certain situations. Peer pressure is a motherfucker. Yeah, this and is if true. you really stop and think about it, if you have all these Karens doing what they do, and you had other white people that mm-hmm. interjected themselves, stepped up and mm-hmm. said, "No, not today, Karen. We're not going to let you do this today. Right? We see what you're doing, and I'm going to stand here, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to allow you to dis." You know, disrespect, bully, disrespect. Yeah. You know, de. You know, basically dehumanize dehumanize this black person. Yeah. Because of your white privilege, I'm not going to allow you to do that. Right. Do you really? I mean, if you really, really break this down and stop and think about it, Karens will think twice about doing what they do if they know there is other people around them. Another white person. Uh, Yeah could possibly step in right. and say, not today, bitch. <laughs> not today. <laughs> no, yeah, you are absolutely right. Because it could be a group of black people that say, not today, Karen. And they, they, don't, they don't give a fuck. She's not going to give a shit. Right. Because yeah. that's her whole motive is you're beneath me. Right. Right, so, right, right. And, 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 and why I say it is a white person's problem and it is our burden. It is solely our burden. And I'm sorry, white people, but this is something that you we really have to accept and put a stop to ourselves. Because Karen is not going to give a fuck if a Hispanic person steps in. Yep. She's not going to give a shit if an Asian person or three or four black people step in. Mm-hmm. And, not, not, and let's take it a step further. Most of the time when Karen is calling on people she's calling on managers security guards the sure. police who are, who are they? typically white are yes. typically white yep that is which true. in the 
aspect of things are more likely to believe with her her or another white person right here right than they will the black person ain't that some shit right that is true so if you really want to be an ally you know i hate that word (laughs) kim but kim okay (laughs) (laughs) that is not my word that is not my word. okay but why 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 do you hate this word so much well what's the definition of an ally Let's Google that shit. I mean, it's, you know, somebody that gets along with. (laughs) I mean, to unite or form or a connection or relation between. Basically. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm an ally because I've been speaking up for ever since I can remember. Okay. So I don't really consider myself an ally so like you're I, not okay well, what do you what do you what are you then? i'm down if, for if the not, cause bitch i'm down <laughs> for the cause that's all i could say and i know that so might be what subjective would be the word what would whatever. be the word you would you are a not an ally you you just been in the shit you've been in it forever and so i you would can, rather you call me an activist than an ally okay because i okay. feel like an ally is somebody that you you brand new yeah you're brand new yeah. And I'm not. I'm not new to this It does shit. seem like the word ally is... You know, everything has a label a, on it these days. Yeah. It's With somewhat everything. of a, a new, a, a new, you know, person. So, with it, so, I have heard a lot of white people, you know, say I'm an ally. And, I'm, you know, we've heard that word go around. So, if you are... What does it mean? What does it really mean mm-hmm. to be an ally? Like, yeah. what are you... Unless you are in a position of power... Mm-hmm. If you are in a position at a company or orga, you know, organization to put changes and policies and things in effect that help and represent the black community, right? Well, then what are you really? Yeah, an ally. You're just saying, Other hey, than saying, raising your fist and saying, "I'm down for the cause." Right today. Today. <laughs> today. Right. Yeah. So no, I can't say that because. You know, and this these are facts. You want to go back? Go back and look at my Facebook page. I have had a Facebook yeah. page since 2009 when my son created one for me. And <laughs> I have been speaking out. You, yeah, you have. You've been down. For the you know, for and even sure. before social media. So I don't consider myself an ally. Okay. But if you want to be an ally today, what does that really mean to you? What does that really mean that you should be doing as an ally to black people? I mean, what do you think? What do you think they need to do? They need to stand up. Okay. And I think the in all different scenarios, in all whether it be scenarios, at work, most, most of the time you will see a Karen at work in the workplace. Mm. How many times have you seen a Karen in the workplace? I mean, I got out of corporate because of that bullshit. <laughs> because of a Karen, because a Karen a, ran you out. No bitch. shit. No, for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Okay. It was, See, that's what I'm talking about. It was about a Karen though. married to a black man, but go ahead. <laughs> that, that, I mean, listen, we, we, no, we should have I mean, touched seriously. on that on the last right. episode, but yeah. Interracial dating? Yes, 100%. It was a Karen that, yeah, was married to a black man, but, but that's, not really fucked with black people. But, but go see, ahead. that's my point yeah. is that, you know, if you call yourself an ally, what are you really doing? Because we all can sit here and talk about, you know, oh, 
you know, civil rights, black rights, equality, and all of that stuff. But those are laws. Those are things that, um, you know, have to be, you know, that's a whole different avenue. What can you do in In your your daily, day-to-day, daily life that, you know, shuts that shit down, displays that you're really an ally? Right. So one of those things is stopping a Karen. Hashtag stop a Karen. Listen, we need to get that shit started. We need to get Hashtag that shit out there. stop a Karen. Because the thing of it is, is Karen is not going to stop until her peers put her in her place. Period. Yeah, 100%. Period. And I see a lot of times, you know, I see all these videos and stuff where, and I've even been in situations and seen it where nobody does nothing. They right. just sit back and everybody's just kind of like, not my problem i don't want to get involved Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i understand you know the white person's personality is not a confrontational personality majority of the time okay i mean karen's obviously are but for the most part yeah most you know what i I mean i think it's non-confrontational to other white people right because yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that white people are non-confrontational. I think certain ones are. I think it's just they don't want to get involved. It's not their problem. It's not their issue. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I can agree with you. That. Know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It doesn't directly affect them, and if it doesn't mm-hmm. directly affect you, a lot of times we don't want to yeah. get involved, or we don't have time. You know, right. whatever the circumstances is. We don't have nothing to do with you, so you keep it pushing. Right, yeah. But if you really, truly call yourself an ally, you have to make time. Because if you see a Karen, no matter what the circumstances is in the grocery store, in the checkout line, in the parking lot, at work, mainly you're probably going to run into them at work. I keep saying that Mm -hmm. because you know, if y'all listening, you know you got a Karen at work. Every, and, and she's passive aggressive right. and she says shit yeah. on the sly and all this stuff. But you have to understand that if you don't take a stand to Karen's, she's going to continue to do what she does. Yeah. Which what she's doing is continuing to fuel the distrust. Right. Distrust between black people and white people. Yeah. Because her, t- her target is typically non-white people absolutely she's probably and, not and going, I, i've only seen yeah. karen's with black people i ain't even seen yeah you know what i mean and what I mean, karen I've is seen doing them, i've seen them with uh hispanic people you know when or really anybody that speaks another language <laughs> if, well, they're, yeah, if they're speaking true. their their native tongue that true. you know for whatever reason that just fires a karen up but yes, majority is typically black, is black it is people. black people. Yeah, so, just for existing. And and why I'm saying that is because it's going to take white people to shut Karen's down. Karen is yeah. not going to give a fuck what any other black person says. Mm-hmm. She's not going to give a shit about anything else. But if Karen starts to do her shit, mm-hmm. and she starts seeing other white people stepping up, right. stepping in, saying. Taking a stand, saying, no, you know what? I saw you. I heard you. You're wrong. You're not doing this. She's going to think two, three, four times about doing what she does. And eventually, she's not going to do it because guess what? She know her peers are going to step in and shut her shit down. 
I now mean, here, yeah. as as a white person, here's what you can do. Ooh, you got tips, tips and tricks. Tips. Okay, because I understand. You know, sometimes it is. Do I want to get involved? Mm. Sometimes you think, should I get involved? You know, you have these thoughts that mm-hmm. like. You know, I, I see this is wrong and I'm going to step in. Or if I'm not a confrontational person, period, do I want to interject myself into a situation that is confrontational? Mm-hmm. You don't always have to. You can just sit back in the cut and wait. Because eventually Karen is looking for somebody. Karen's looking for the security guard. She's looking for the manager. Mm. She's looking for the police. She's looking for somebody in a higher authority to, to come. Yeah. So she can tell her side to and the consequences are on right. the black person. Right? right. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what usually her issue is? That it, yeah, it is. You know, whether she's falling down screaming and crying because oh, of this. So so as a white as another white person, you don't always have to interject yourself, but you do need to stand there and be a witness. Yeah. And you can be a For witness in the cut, comes. in the back, in behind the scenes. She don't even have to know you're there. And when the security, the manager, the police, or whoever the you can uh, come position, tell what you actually can happens. give your perspective. And I promise you, they will believe you because you're white. Right. Because you don't know either one of them, like them, like they're them. not gonna believe. They they might have second thoughts or doubts about believing another a black person, 100%. or another Hispanic, or Asian, or someone of another nationality. But if they see another white person that says, "You know what? That bitch was tripping. That bitch was wrong. Right. This is what really happened. I saw this this woman over here, or this man, or whoever didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be apt to believe." That other white person. Because, because that's really, just... at this point, the only recourse black people have is their phones, is their videos. Is the videos. And even that, they will find some way <laughs> to discredit to not, that. Well, well, what happened before the video started? What happened like... When did you start recording? Right. Like the chick, the, the, the example that I can never get out of my mind, it was so Victoria insane. Secrets. Victoria goddamn secret. <laughs> Like, it was unbelievable. I mean, that chick was falling on the ground crying. I mean, I'm talking about screaming. Okay, okay, so with that one, I didn't see no other white people. And so that is the problem. You got the the, the cashiers, you you got the employees. Nobody else witnessed that shit. We saw it in the background. We saw people in the background literally seeing the whole situation. This woman is chasing this black woman around the goddamn store, and nobody is getting in the middle. Nobody is saying like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody. You literally are screaming that this woman is attacking you and you're chasing her. And if nobody it wasn't was saying for anything. that black woman videotaping Recording that, that shit, shit, then what? Right. It's this white woman screaming word, and crying hysterical. This white woman's word to this white manager right. or security <laughs> officer exactly. against this black woman. Exactly. Now, by and and here, let's let's go a little dig a little deeper. This black woman is fucking pissed and upset, right? So well, she her, can't be. The thing is, she can't even be as pissed as she wants to be. She gotta, she gotta, she gotta, 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 she gotta laugh composure. it off and like, y'all come get this lady. Like, if she had reacted in the would way she really that want to whoop her ass, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Which she would have been justified. Absolutely. She would have been 100% justified. This woman is run, chasing me around this store. Now, if I had stopped 
turned around and clocked this bitch in her motherfucking mouth, then all of a sudden the black woman is the aggressor. The black, she, you know what she I'm saying? Started this shit. She started it somehow. Oh, you're you should have just walked away, bitch. This more this motherfucker is chasing me around this goddamn store. That's my point. It is going to take white people to put Karen in her place, to check Karen, to stop Karen, mm-hmm. to say, you know what? If I truly call myself an ally, even if you don't, I mean, shit, right is right. Mm-hmm. We've got to step up. We have got to take a stand and say, you know what? I'm going to make time today. Even if right. I don't, you know, me being me, I would be like, uh-uh, bitch, I see you. Right. But I know everyone doesn't have that type of courage. They got to find it. Find that shit. And they shit. do need to if find it. If you consider they, yourself an ally, you, you better find it. You've got to find the courage to step up, to interject yourself, to protect black people. Because what you're doing when you do that is you're establishing trust. Right. You're building trust. You're saying, you know what? We got you. We're not going to continue to let this shit ride right. and go down on our watch. Yeah. Period. Now, you, of course, there's going to be some white people that are, you know, that will deflect and, you know, with the what about is. I ain't talking to them. We ain't talking to them. I'm not talking to them. I'm not talking to them. And I think, I truly believe, Christina, I have to believe this in my heart of hearts that I'm talking to a majority of white people. I think a majority Mm. of white people really just, they really don't have that evil shit in their heart. I think they really don't. I think a lot of theirs is just not knowing, not understanding, Mm -hmm. not really, you know, living in their own world, in their own bubble. Right. But I think truly, you know, white people want equality. They want, you know, black people to feel included and to, you know, not have all these fucking issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jeff feels the same way. I right? mean, really, you know, I don't. Think... It's hard for black people to believe. It's hard it for us and in I our day to day lives. And to I understand. That. And I, I totally understand. I get it. But I think that's what it comes down to is as white people, we have to accept that the responsibilities of shutting down Karen is on us. Yeah. Point blank and period. And Ken's too. There are Ken's out there. You know, the only thing I, I can say with Ken's is Ken's seem to be like on the more violent side. I was gonna say they just call the police. Ken... <laughs> yeah, don't Ken... even don't even come in front of Ken. You got a kid. Kids are like serious about that shit. They and got you AKs. You want to just call the police? So yeah. I'm not encouraging you to interject <laughs> in nothing that you don't feel safe to do so in. Yeah. You know, there you know, you have to exercise your own personal judgment, but even if you don't feel safe, then just stand around in the background and be a witness and be ready to when the shit goes down to say, you know what, this is not what happened. This is what I saw. Right. And and she yeah. didn't, you know, this black person over here didn't do anything or you know, whatever the case is. And I mean, you know, I, I, I really truly believe that. Yeah. I mean, and it appears that, uh, you know, white people are being uh, held accountable more than they used to be. Like, you know, Absolutely. I just saw this video of a young black teenager going to visit his friends in Florida and driving through their white neighborhood, Florida. 
and um some i don't know what all happened just based on the the um the headlines and the story in the news it was a couple of black kids going to visit their white friend in their white neighborhood and somehow got stopped and harassed by the other white people in the neighborhood and what ended up happening was two white men busted out their car door car window yeah, yeah. Through, a, the, through the orange cone, through the window, one of them through the orange cone, one of them through a big-ass rock through the, through the back window. And he got a small little clip it, a little clip of, you know, some white woman, white woman saying, get out of here, you don't belong here, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, just because of that small snip, everybody is, you know, we don't know what happened, what were they doing, blah, blah, blah. Well, what the news story was, you know, those two white men ended up getting arrested and charged with felony, you know, this, that, and the third. So it made me feel good that they were actually held accountable yeah. for the shit that they did. Because Absolutely. why the fuck? How y'all Jesus. just gonna bust out windows Thank and this God that and the third? Videos these days. Literally. Literally. Because, you know, it, it gives a piece of the story that for whatever foul ass reason police whoever don't they just simply don't believe without the video like they how don't. can you deny you know what i'm saying See, that's <laughs> what you just said was all facts and i think that is the biggest thing is that white people don't generally believe they don't believe because unless there's an abundance of evidence, of evidence. Mm-hmm. and i think that is because the fucking stories and the experiences yes. can be so fucking outlandish and horrific it's that like how can it is that hard possibly, to believe. Yeah, how can that it, possibly it, it, be? It sometimes can be really hard to believe. Yeah, without the evidence to back it up, you're right. like, mm, yeah, it sounds good, and right. I'm, I feel for you, but it, and and the thing of until it is, until they actually it, see it, until they actually believe it. That's when you get behind something. That's when you want to be, you know, supportive of a cause. When you believe, if you don't believe, you are not yeah. supportive of shit. Mm-mm. And I mean, Mm-mm. we definitely know, I definitely believe, my my belief is that 2020 was a fucking awakening. Because everything lined up. Yeah. You had people off of work because of COVID. Everybody was tuned in to social media and everything because we were looking for direction from our leaders and our government of what the hell we're supposed to do. And all this shit started happening. Mm -hmm. So now you, and it's on video. Yeah. So now you don't have a choice. Number one, to keep scrolling. Number two, you're seeing this shit and it's like, it's hitting home. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you're believing it now. And, you know, that's a whole nother topic and a whole nother story of once you believe of the emotions that you go through as a white person. Right. Because, I mean, no, that right. it's real. Yeah. It's real. Once you I believe, believe humanity is a motherfucker. And when you start realizing that, you know, someone, someone else, another culture, someone else has experienced the horrific things that they are and you believe it. Mm-hmm. You get a it's a whole series of emotions. I've experienced it my whole life mm-hmm. over and repetitively over right. and over and over again because of it. Yeah. Because of the racism and the things that I witnessed personally. Mm-hmm. And if you're a white person that's 
hasn't had to experience it or witness it firsthand, you really don't know. And it really doesn't directly affect you. You know what I mean? I was going to say, yeah, a lot of people, even when they see it, they still don't necessarily. Because let's, 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 let's take it a step further. Black people's experiences were really delivered through rap in movies. Mm-hmm. Because before social media, what did we have? We had news channels. We had newspapers. Right. We all know the media controls what the hell they want us to see. Facts, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when we start hearing that shit through the music of what's going on in the hood, we start seeing it in different movies. We also start to half-ass believe. that Because every- it's, a, it's a song. Yeah. So, you know, is it really real or are they just adding some ad libs to make it sound good? Is the movie really depicting what's really going on or are they just adding some extra shit I to make why it? I people believe that. Absolutely, was, <laughs> they do. 100%. They, 100% they yeah. do. They couldn't, honestly, they because couldn't Because unless you're black living in the hood, unless you anything, have, yeah. you don't really know. You don't, you don't know the truth of it. Right. So you only see what you you know see what you see on the movies. You mm-hmm. hear what you hear in the music, and you half ass believe that shit. You think, oh yeah, you know they're saying this, and oh, you know you I hear think all white the- people one hundred percent believed it. I think that they thought that that was the only type of life that black people lived. Like things like Fresh Prince of Bel Air was so far fetched, and the Cosby Show that was just like, oh my god, that's a fantasy. I truly believe that white people looked at so know, like NWA, NWA, and Tupac, and that Biggie was, that's and, how black people live. That was it. And anything other than that, but did they believe that a hundred percent? Because I don't think they believed what they were hearing a hundred percent. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't think because and and I don't believe that because I've had a lot of a lot of my white friends ask me shit. Who are they asking? What do you mean? I mean, like, does this really does this stuff really go on? They, Kim, they was asking you that. Yeah, they would. I mean, because <laughs> and what was your response to yeah, that? Hell, you hell, motherfucking yeah, it does. Well, that's what I'm and saying. And I would tell them, and the thing about it is, when I would tell them about all of the experiences that I've had, girl, you should, you should write, you should write a book. That mm-hmm. sounds like a movie because it's almost unbelievable. It's, it is unbelievable. Yeah, because of some of the shit that ha- I have seen and 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 witnessed. But they didn't and, have any other knowledge of black people other than no, they didn't music and and they movies. didn't and what the media fed them and just like me and you have had conversations. You grew up in Cali. I grew up in Kansas City. We had two totally different experiences of life. Right. Yeah. Of where you were at and where you lived in the United States, what region, what what yeah. you lived in the North, the South, the Midwest, all of those experiences were different. Yeah. And it wasn't really until social media came that the real life truth of what was going on was displayed. Yeah. In video form. Because you could show exactly what the fuck was going on in your video right then and right now, which is what may have never got to anybody or may have been twist and turn in the news. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I think that's the biggest thing is that until social media really came in, and I, I don't even want to say social, social media because 
for so many years, it was Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is your friends. Instagram was pictures and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So even, even in that aspect, you got some immediate news information, but how much did you get of the real story? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, I think that the that that thug type of lifestyle was so prevalent, was so, so big, and it was so glorified that that is what they showed. That's all they showed. They didn't show, you know, people living the the um because I I have so many friends, I and I'm going to say friends, associates, coworkers mostly. Mm-hmm. Most most of where my most of my white friends came from was coworkers, <laughs> but you know they really have no idea what it's like to interact with the police. What how the experience oh. that black people have with the police, hmm. and mm-hmm. when I would tell them some of the shit that I have been in the car, like in the car with, they were like, "Are you serious?" Right. Because it's so unbelievable. Because their experience is so different. Right. Yeah. You know? And that is why I say, and and I really, truly, truly believe that racism has to end with the white woman. Because black, black, I mean, excuse me, white men started the shit. (laughs) Yeah. They continue it. They're hanging on to it. You know? White women have been so complacent for so we have many years complacent. because the, they benefited from it. We have been it. complacent. We have also contributed. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we have, you know, done the white lies, white cries, and that's what this episode is titled because, you know, everything is good until it's not. And then until when it's a white not, woman cries. And then when it's <laughs> not, then we throw up our hands and then we, you know, want to use our white privilege and that most of us, half of us, don't even realize that we have. I was going to say, do they even realize they have it? I don't think, I mean, I think. I think it's been their whole lives that they don't even realize it's I mean, there are so many things as a white person, um, and I can speak on this shit, like straight up, because I've experienced both sides. I've been with my black friends. I've been with my white friends. I've been with my white, my dad, who's white and got pulled over. I've been with my black friends. Mm. It's a totally different experience. Mm -hmm. The whole, everything is different. But I don't think a lot of the times as a white person, you get up and even to this day, Christina, you know, as much as I am not an ally, bitch, I'm not an ally. (laughs) You're an activist. (laughs) But as much as I know and I've seen and witnessed, sometimes I still be like, bitch, that's your white privilege, bitch. That is your white privilege. Oh, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Because it it is things that as a white person, you wake up. And you go about your day and you give a two fucks. You two don't thoughts, have zero two. thoughts about interacting None. with police. Because it's never, you don't it's think about, never something yeah. that you have had to deal with, right. think about, or anything. And that is what your white privilege is. Right. And, and black people wake up constantly. That's every one day. Of the first fucking thought. Every we day. Had. From the moment they step out their front door. The moment. The we moment. step out the door. Everything. Yes, you're, and, you're right. And it's 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 a difference. Hell and yeah. And 
why I say white women have to be because you know men let's let's be clear men aren't emotional creatures mm -hmm. they don't share a lot of their feelings they don't you know what I'm saying yeah share a lot women of the issues do. that they do and with. I believe I honestly believe you know I have to believe because it's just shit is just so fucked up that you know even with the shit with George Floyd mm -hmm. when joy when when because of the circumstances, because everybody was off of work, COVID was happening, we were all in the house, everybody was glued. When George, when when we saw that shit with George Floyd, now, you know, for me as a white woman, that's not the first time I've seen that shit. I couldn't watch that's it. Not, that's not the first time you've seen that shit as a black woman. It. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. But still for a lot of white people, mm -hmm. that is the first time that they really right, right, right. in. Yeah. And guess what he called out for? His mother. Yes. So you've reached a lot of women right out here black white yeah black white it didn't matter what you were mm -hmm. if you were a mom you 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 you, you felt that cry you felt, that. You felt yeah. that shit but i think that's that is why i feel like racism has to end on white women because number one women are behind everything yeah we are behind all good men has a woman behind them we are behind the the men that are running the businesses Absolutely. they might be the face of the business but the women are the one that's behind the scenes running we're the behind shit. the scenes yeah. we're the behind the scenes of the home the men may be the breadwinner but the women is running the shit right we are the closest things to our children yeah how many men listen to their wives right listen to Coming the whisper of their woman exactly. and their wives in their ears yeah so it is going to take for the white woman 100 racism yeah because she's gonna have to be the one to say you know what i don't think so right you know what mm, we shouldn't do that you know what we it's encourage our we, men to stand absolutely. up to certain things that they wouldn't we normally the, stand up the to. power of the pussy <laughs> is real sorry for that yeah no for real but seriously it is in all aspects even with our children you know, even if your your husband is, you know, a certain way, you still teach your children right a different way. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, your daddy, yeah, your daddy. You know, your daddy's this. He is what he but is. This, but, but we gonna you, do. When you go out, you right. know. I mean, so that's why I'm saying it's going to take the white woman. Yeah, you're to right. End racism. It's not. It's it's not gonna be on the white man. Yes, the white man needs to come along. And I have seen so many more white men that are pro-black mm -hmm. nowadays than I have before. And, you know, it's amazing. It, I mean, I am, like, really ecstatic as a white woman because, shit, finally. Right. You know what I mean? They're That's, actually standing up. Absolutely. Yeah. They're actually standing up. But it's going to take for the white woman to really dig in yeah. to teach her children because... We all know that racism is taught. Starts at home. It starts at home. Mm -hmm. And here's the difference. My cousin's probably going to be a little upset for me saying this. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Shit. But the difference is this. When I was a little girl, you know, I witnessed some things with my dad when I was five. Um, but I'm going to discuss it in my book I'm writing. Oh, shit. But um, he was like, don't you ever say the N-word. I don't ever want to hear you say that especially to black people but ever in your life that is a bad word 
Ooh, I love that. Okay, okay. Papa Stockman. Okay. My dad was a great man. Yes. But I have my cousins who were, were the same age. Her, their dad should use that word like it was fucking Ugh. flying off. And because he used it, my mm. cousin who was my male cousin used to call my girl cousin an in lover oh. because that was he couldn't say bitch, but he could say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you see what I'm saying? So we so and and, and wow. unfortunately my aunt never said nothing different. My aunt never said right. anything different. Yeah. Any objection to that. Mm-hmm. I love her, love my aunt. But she didn't. And so I grew up in a whole different, we're cousins. Yeah. My, our moms were sisters, but I grew up, in, grew up in a whole different environment because of my parents. I wonder why she didn't want to say anything. I mean, I think. Was he just like an angry man? Angry. Yeah, he was a little bit. Yeah. So she trying to, <laughs> she trying to keep the peace in I her mean, house. I mean, she probably was trying yeah. to keep her peace and mm-hmm. didn't really say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, I'm just explaining that that's how the difference in households are and and how effective a mom can be in our household. Yeah. Because my mom went, my mom also went along with what my dad said. My mom was like, hey, you you know, you stand up for people that can't stand Mm. up for themselves. You know, my mom had different nationality of friends. She had Puerto Rican best friends. She had, Mm -hmm. you know, Asian, but so... It was just a difference. Right. So it come for me, it comes down to the woman. Well, I agree. I agree. I, you know, I was watching, uh, have you seen First Wives? Is it First Wives? The one with, um, where they had the presidential First Wives is on Showtime or something. I shit. think so. I've seen a little bit of it. I saw. Um, I was very surprised at... Uh, Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt. That shit was so good. I had no idea. Like, I'm not a history buff. I didn't really watch it, it but I've heard anyway. a lot about her that she was very uh, uh, instrumental. Activist. Yes, she was very instrumental in a lot of the things that happened during that time. That's what I'm saying. A yes, woman. a woman. And what's his name? Uh, Mr. Roosevelt. Uh, uh, <laughs> Little Teddy. Yeah. Teddy was Teddy. Uh, he was listening to his wife and actually, you know, would go to her for advice on how to handle certain situations. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're right. It is going to take the woman to have some, you know, some leadership. Some backbone. Yeah, some, some backbone. Some say, you know what? This is not right. This is not how I want to raise my kids. Right. All of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the the bottom line is this, is that white people have to grow some some balls. balls. (laughs) Some balls. Some Some cojones. Some cojones. (laughs) Some cojones. And, And, you know, and when you see these things happen, Call that shit out. Call that shit out. Take a stand. Make time today for that even shit. if you just stand back and record you that don't shit have to until security right exactly. until just stand authorities back in the come. Cut. And when they come, you step up and say, "You know what? This is not what I saw. This is right. what I saw. I don't know neither one of these people, but this is what what actually absolutely. happened." Because we already know Karen's gonna they gonna drop some tears. 
they gonna drop some they tears. Gonna I always tears. felt like black women. Listen, we need to learn how to turn that shit on. <laughs> like real talk, we <laughs> we need to be able to drop some tears at the drop of a hat because in it may it still may not get the reaction, you know, but it may reduce the thought of oh my god, I'm about to deal with a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Because we are typically, we've grown up in a way that we have to be strong. We got to handle some shit. We got to come in that masculine energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, yes. so we need to be able to turn that whole femininity on and drop a motherfucking tear. And, you know, what's going to happen if we start falling the fuck out? Like, we falling out like, oh my God, how dare you come touch me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like. Are, Absolutely. Can we get a little bit of sympathy? Because these Karens. See, that's why I keep. That's why I keep saying it is. Until that happens, until that it becomes a norm, right. normalizing that, mm-hmm. it's going to take for white people to stand up. White 100%. people have got to take a stand. 100%. You want to be an ally? Stop a Karen in any situations. We have them. You know, and and I keep going back to the work because I think the workplaces we have a lot of them, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, you know, a lot of us don't really want to risk our jobs. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. You 100%. know, so we don't do anything. Yeah. And I've never been that person. Mm. And I, you know, and and I have to sometimes I have to sit and take a step back and be like, bitch, you exercising a hell of a white privilege right now. Yeah. Because I guarantee you the shit that you were able to say and get away with. Absolutely. I mean, I said a lot. I have spoke up and said a lot of shit, you know, even to the point where I was at one job and I don't, and and it wasn't really necessarily just for black people, but there was black people involved. Mm -hmm. I've had a, you know, a HR manager come to me and be like, you know, you have a lot of respect with your peers if you use this the right way, you could go really far in this company. Oh. And I took it as like, I took it personally was like, okay, if you use this as we want you to use it, mm-hmm. you'll go far in this company. Well, shit, mm-hmm. I wasn't really, I wasn't willing to do that. I wasn't willing to sell my, sell my soul right. to, to get a position yeah. when y'all was treating people like shit. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? And I know, I know, you know, that is to each his own, but I'm saying to say a lot of our Karens are at, in the workplace Uh, and and that is a big place that a lot of black people feel so misrepresented. 100%. You know what I mean? Because you're scared to speak up because because you need your job. We need our job. And if I speak up, it's my word against theirs or my word against hers. And who are they going to believe? Right. So if what I'm saying is if you find yourself in any type of position that you can take a stand, Mm -hmm. you, it's imperative that you do so. Yeah. If and you that, call yourself an ally. And not even if you call yourself an ally. If you're a fucking human being and you see someone else is being mistreated. Yeah. Whether they're black or not. But, I mean, I'm, we're speaking about black and white people. Take a stand. Like, how can you, how can you sit back and just not do nothing? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. 
And I guess that's where it comes. Exercise your white privilege, man. You have it. You have Use it. it. That's the thing the too. They don't, they don't realize they of have black it. people. Yeah, because you can. You can do that. I have done it. I've done yeah. it multiple times. I'm not going to tell you when and where because it was in a whole other situation. But I know you just like I know I have white privilege. So do you. Right. So exercise that and use it because the more you use it and the more you, you use it in for the greater good. Right. You start. We start to build the trust. Trust. Black yeah. people will start to say, you know what? All white people aren't bad. <laughs> All white people don't have yeah. our, you know, ulterior motives. All white women aren't Karens, cause, bitch, I don't want to claim them motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't, right. yeah. and, I, and most white people don't want to claim Karens, but we are grouped and stereotyped and socialized you are together. with them. Yeah, just based Period. on the color of your skin. Yeah, based off the color of your skin. Yeah. So, in order for us to establish trust be a true ally we have to step up when the opportunity presents itself we have to grow some balls we have to speak out we have to stand up we have to do a lot of shit that we haven't done mm -hmm. and we can't keep worrying about what the next white person is going to think or what our parents yes. or what our family because i know that's a big issue yeah you know, it is a big issue. Are we going to be the black sheep of the family? I've been a black sheep of my family forever. I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? I am 52. My people still love me. They still, they That's what black sheep don't realize. The they don't. still going to fuck with you. They I'm, still I'm fuck a black with sheep me. too, but yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. still fuck with me. They still love me. It's still, I'm still a part of the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it, it all comes down to that. And I think that is just the most important thing that white people today have to understand is if you really call yourself an ally, then you got to stand up. You can't take a back seat no more. It is not the time for us to take a back seat, turn our head. It's not our it's not about me. This isn't doesn't involve me. We have to. That's the only way. And I, honestly, I think you have to be open to losing, losing a couple people because yeah, you, there's, a, there's going to be some people that are like, you know, they not down to be an ally. So you, you, you almost got to be willing to lose a couple raggedy motherfuckers. Well, we can take it a step further. If you're a Christian, what does God say? To less than. Here's what I've known. Is WWJD? What, what I have written on my little sticky note attached to my uh, vision board is God loves the people that stand up for the oppressed. Mm, yeah. He yeah. does. No matter who you are. Right. So if you're a Christian, stand up. Seems simple to me. <laughs> Whether you're it a Christian does. or not, it seems simple to it me. It does. But you know, so many white people have, so many years, have been afraid to be alienated from their family for standing up or taking a stand. I think times are different. I think, you know, 
a lot of our ancestors that have went on about their ways mm-hmm. to heaven, to hell, wherever they, they're going. And it's time to make a change. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Recognizing your privilege and exercising and here's that privilege. The so I'm going to say this to all the white people. If there are some things that you're not unsure of, reach out to me. I don't have a problem answering questions or helping you, walking you through some stuff. I don't. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of times, you know, as white people, we're like, there might be things you want to do or want to say or don't know and mm-hmm. can't don't feel comfortable asking a black person. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. but who, who else are you going to ask? What should I do or what should I say? Ask me. Send a DM. Whatever you want to do, whatever you need. I'm here because we have to stop this shit. We have to stop Karens. We have to be able to be the ones to end racism. It starts with us. It it started with us and it's got to end with us. Yeah. Period. So yeah, reach out. Reach out to Kim. Follow us on uh, TikTok. What's our TikTok? What's the beef? Instagram. Make sure you're listening on Apple. Spotify, <laughs> all of the above. But yeah, so yeah, if you have questions, uh, comments, reach out to us. And if you find yourself in a position to stop a Karen, please do so. Stop a Karen. Don't do it for social media. Do it for your own self. Do it for saying, you know what? I contributed. I I made a difference in someone's life because I think what Mm -hmm. the biggest thing I'm going to leave you with is that when you do that, I mean, you, you can answer this, Christina, if, if something was to happen with you and you saw another white person stand up, how would that make you feel? Honestly, uh, and I hate to, it's such a, it would honestly, it would give me a little bit of comfort. Honestly, If there, if something was going down and I saw another white person on the sidelines, whether they're intervening or just simply recording and waiting to, you know, for authorities to come, I, I, it would give me a little bit of comfort knowing that they probably would believe that white person over, they would believe over, over me. As foul as that shit is. (laughs) It is. But is the, that's the reality right now. That's the start. That's the start that we need to you know, the steps that we need to take as white people to mend this relationship, to establish the trust. trust. Yeah, yeah. And say, you know what? Not all of us are like this. Not all of us want this. And we really want to help you. We really, you know, want to be an ally, mm-hmm. unite, and and make this world great for everybody. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah, 100%. This, this is the way we make progress. America great again. <laughs> Did you, no, we're not using Trump shit. We I'm are just saying, this shit. is the way we make it great. <laughs> but no, but you're right. I mean, this is the way that we come together. Right. Unite. Right. Establish trust. Because it's not that, you know, I mean, I don't know, but it's, Black people don't have no trust in white people because we have failed A long history 
Uh, we have continuously failed them, and it is time for us to take a stand, grow some balls, stand up, stop a Karen, and if you are a woman, stop, you know, start thinking about what you're teaching your kids, what, mm. you know, you're putting in your man's or your husband's ears mm-hmm. as everything, because you might have a man or husband that is in a position of power to make a change that's better for black people. Yeah, in real talk. And you might be the one. Right, yeah. You might can be the one that puts that little, plants that seed in his ear to make the necessary changes. Might have to stand up against your husband's ladies. Or you don't even have to stand up. We all know as women how we can drop some shit in. Drop that, get that little, that drop that Absolutely. femininity in. Drop the femininity and get what we want. <laughs> Baby, honey. Right. You know Is what I'm real, saying? Do you really want to say that? Do you really feel that way? That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> not nice. Damn it. I mean, seriously, though. Yeah, no, you, yeah, absolutely. So, so, yeah. There you have it. White Kimden, cries. Kimden put something on y'all today. White cries. <laughs> I mean, we could go dig deeper into that, but I think at this point in our, in where we're at in society, it's more or less that white people just have to grow some balls and take a stand. Stand up. Stand up. Weak in the knees. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all. If you want to be an ally, I just gave you the blueprint. Right. Well, anyway, thank you again for tuning in to What's the Beef? What's the Beef? We will catch you next week on the flip side. All right. Bye.